0: Out like a scroll. Yeah, no there's there's a phone that comes out literally like it's a scroll, like it's uh, like a medieval scroll. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a it's a cell phone. Yeah, it's crazy. It
1: seems really impractical.
0: Yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't know how that those like flexible phones work or anything like that. Like I kind of went over it, but yeah, it's uh
1: curved, curved. TVs. Cur-
0: yeah. Well, curved TVs from what I've heard. Well, I guess uh, that's not
1: really flexible. That's just kind of Right, Flexed. it's a different.
0: Yeah. yeah, And that's because what? Because IMAX started doing that, I guess? You know what?
1: I really don't know why.
0: I, I think don't know. it's just. Uh, but I think anything smaller stand. than like a 60 inch that's curved is pretty ridiculous. Like, you don't. I don't think you, you'd have to like stand closer to it to actually see it.
1: I don't even think I've seen one in person. Yeah. I've I wouldn't seen it be like a, uh, too impressed, okay. I don't think.
0: But, anyways. Welcome to today in space. Uh, today we have back on the podcast, good old Johnny. He's back in town. Thank you for having me back. Thanks
1: for having. I right. haven't Thanks gotten my
0: paycheck from uh, from the first podcast. Uh, well, you know, uh, the funny thing about that is uh, this is uh, charity. So <laughs>
1: that's that's all my agent told me. My agent told me this was
0: paid. You have an agent? Well, what the fuck am I doing wrong? <laughs> <laughs> he was the one who drove here. You must have. No, I must have. You must have missed, missed him. I must have missed him. But uh, today is January fourteenth, two thousand fifteen, and uh, day after my birthday. It's actually the birthday week. I like to spend the whole week. Why not make it a month? birthday month. Uh, a month, a month gets a little, just a little too much.
1: I know one person who does the birthday month, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's obnoxious. Every day is about them. <laughs> it's like, dude, one day is about you, and then it's still right. really not even about you. So
0: right and birthday week, I feel like I can do five days, or I could do like seven days, but uh, I mean to. First of all, like if if you have more than like one group of friends like trying to hang out with you, there's no way you're doing it. In it's one night. like a paradox. No, not. Happy. Especially if you you're trying to hang out with your family, like not probably not going to do both in one day.
1: I don't think yeah, family and you birthday th- those just really haven't uh mixed. I mean, I always expected the cake. Mm-hmm. But that was about it. I'd I'd arrive home like late at night. I'm like, "All right. There's a cake here waiting for me." Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was about all I had with uh family birthdays. Mhm.
0: But yeah, uh, quarter century this year. I'm an old man.
1: So are you? Uh, are you a third of the way through your life or a quarter? Uh, I was asking myself that. I guess that we'll a couple see. Ago. I, I guess we'll see. I was in a really <laughs> depressed state of mind. Like fuck
0: this. Uh... Well, what was funny. Like uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, no, sorry, a few weeks ago. F- fucking a. A few years ago, uh, an older friend of mine from college. Uh, it was his 25th birthday. I'm like, hey, you know, happy birthday, you know. 25 and he's like yeah fucking happy birthday 25 <laughs> Just the, the, the gun thing to his head and i'm like oh okay sorry dude uh didn't know it was that depressing of a birthday but all right
1: yeah not as fun as i thought but oh well definitely didn't have that better than depression.
0: 30 yeah def- definitely better than 30 still technically young i guess 25 is i guess the last 25
1: year. is the new 15 is that, is no, that what it is? i don't <laughs> think that's what people say
0: actually oh god But anyways, yeah, it's been great. Uh, Again, birthday week, uh, still going on. Very excited. Uh, Honestly, yesterday, I just kind of hung up. Just did a nice quiet day, you know. Um, Just just watched a few movies.
1: Just meditative stuff.
0: Yeah, kind of looking over kind of what the fuck I've been doing. Like, the fact that this... Is like a part of my life now. Um, I love this the podcast stuff. I yeah, moment to reflect. Think, yeah, Always just helping. just yeah, you have to and, and like not all the time, because people are like, oh, what are you gonna fucking sit there and look at your past? No, no, it's no. not. Like, That's what people do during their birthday month. Right? Yeah, birthday <laughs> month is <laughs> is a lot of self gloating, but <laughs> birthday week just reflection. Um, but yeah, no, it's um, it's crazy. Uh, you know, in the last year, I've done a lot of stuff to kind of flip. My my life around um, a lot of stuff I'm not gonna tell the world, but um, never mind the internet. But uh, yeah, like for instance, one of the one of the big things actually, uh, you you got me a coffee before. Thank you. Um, that's one of the things. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'll pay you later for that. Uh, I'll reimburse you. No, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we'll see. <laughs> we'll see we'll see. Um, but yeah, so um, coffee was one of the things I had given up last year, not because like I was on like a phase or anything um why then oh okay so so the reason was is because um i was working a crazy job um but crazy requires coffee right right so i was work i was driving three hours a day and commuting um and i also was working, requires coffee right and i was working eight to ten hours depending on you know what what it would be like so um i was drinking coffee all the time the the deadlines were getting tight you know we were we were so busy in and. And you know building this company and stuff and uh, just the stress was killing me and at the same time um, I was taking classes to try and finish up my degree so um, I'm working full-time crazy uh, like 50 60 hours and then I had to go home and, and do homework and stuff and, and study so it was it was ridiculous and the coffee was driving my stress through the fucking roof
1: So I just helped you relapse. No, I I'm responsible for ago. your relapse, is what you're saying. Well, partially,
0: I'm definitely responsible for that. <laughs> no, honestly, um, I'm, I'm just doing a lot more stuff, uh, uh, and I, you know, I'm not, I'm not drinking in the morning. That's one of the big things, uh, because what will happen is I'll have one in the morning, and I'll have one, or I would have had one like when I got home.
1: If you have one too early, it's almost like you didn't have one at all.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, granted, like the first, the first like month of not having coffee was fucking rough. Like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, like, wake up easily at all. It was a struggle. Everything was a struggle. But then it, it evened out. Then it was finally like, okay, all right, I'm good. But... You
1: emerged I, from your room. <laughs> you saw sunlight. <laughs> ah, it's too
0: bright. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it was, it was just ridiculous. I mean, it's crazy how addictive that stuff is. And um, it's crazy, and I'm not complaining. Um, but it's also, it's, it's not so much that it's addictive, it's that, Like, you just get used to it, and then you need one to be normal again. Mm -hmm. You know, that's my definition of it, at least. Um,
1: Yeah, I don't know. I have a strange... I know exactly what you mean, because I feel that way all the time. mm. I mean, you know my... I have a wacko overnight schedule, but even before then, I would have one coffee every single day, and I would have it, you know, in the morning, but not as soon as I woke up. I've done that for probably... Uh, the better part of five years now. Before that, I never touched coffee. It was disgusting. Mm. But yeah, basically every day since then, I've had at least one coffee. But I've I've really tried. You know, that's why I don't understand the people who, you know, the, the typical office worker who's downing cup after cup after cup. Oh,
0: I, I yeah, know. I, I, I just,
1: I could never imagine myself doing that. Plus, I only ever got into iced coffee, which right. is, you know, a little more uh, of a hassle to make and whatnot than, you know, hot coffee. in nowadays with uh, with what are they called? The Keurigs, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's too simple to every hour so hey
0: oh god every maybe hour maybe not
1: every hour for some people maybe
0: so i i i used to work with a guy who uh used to have like it looked like a like a football jug like of coffee and it was it was i mean it worked for him but <laughs> i don't think that working whole thing, for you. but uh i mean that was that was a lot of coffee and i was i was doing like larges at the time and um just uh can't do uh can't do the East Coast dunk of anymore. Too much fucking caffeine, man. Yeah,
1: never again. I hate dunks. No. no. Sorry everyone.
0: <laughs> hey, that's your opinion, John. You can we can we can hate you for it. You know, it's before okay. we get into the movies, one thing about sure.
1: dunks. One thing about dunks. I actually saw a funny video the other day and it was uh it just reminded me of how much a mass hole I am. It was actually a video of someone uh just talking into their webcam about giving directions up Route One, mm. right around here. So we're talking You know, Norwood, Dedham, you know, Greater Boston. All that yeah. Right. All that shit so he was giving specific directions based on all the Dunkin' Donuts that are on Route One. And dude, and I'm not gonna go into the details, but if you think and I'm sure this applies to half the country at this point, just think of how many Dunkin Donuts are in your town and tell me that Dunkin' Donuts isn't in control. (laughs) They're in absolute control. Think of how many people uh it depend so on Dunkin' Donuts every day that wait in line for hours and hours of their
0: lives <laughs> for this really bad coffee. <laughs> they have you people as slaves and, and it's it's of our, our own design we're the but we're here
1: drinking Starbucks, so we're yeah clearly, we're uh, we're posers yeah. so
0: um but that's okay. <laughs> Today on the show, we're going to be talking about uh space movies. Me and John uh had talked uh a few weeks ago. Um, start tried catching up, and basically we made like our top uh list of space movies and we 're gonna go through them um i 'm gonna i think how we 'll do this today is oh well first of all i 'll explain and then i want to do a few uh, updates for today on what actually happened in space today uh, but for the top for the top movies i 'll go through my list um if we have like a matching one we 'll compare like where it lines up all right um and then you know we 'll kind of just go in between uh, I expect this one to go too long i mean we we kind of can just keep talking forever, so. <laughs> you want to go
1: ascending, you want to go descending? Uh, no, we got to go ascending. Ascending, Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Can't, can't start with number one, because it's like, well, why, why are you listening? We got we to pull them in somehow, John. <laughs> yeah, we have to tease, we have to tease ahead, I forgot. <laughs> but, uh, so, uh, we'll do that in a minute, uh, but first, we'll get into what happened today, January 14th, 2015, in space. Today, in space! was the uncut version. Anyways, (laughs) no echo on that one. Uh, So today uh, at 4 a.m. Eastern time, uh, the ISS had an alarm go off uh, for um, what seemed to be an ammonium leak uh, or a coolant pressure alarm. Um, There was was multiple alarms that I guess went off. Uh, I'm not sure if they were multiple or... I've been reading different things. So uh, what NASA said at 5.20 a.m., um, they had a recap that the ISS crew was inside the Russian segment after the coolant pressure alarm. Uh, there was no signs of a leak, um, and the controls were assessing. Uh, at eleven a.m. Uh, Eastern time uh, today, they had a TV update. I, I missed it. Sounds like a big, um, pretty big trap, you know? Oh, there's a leak coming to our section, of Americans. We will take care. <laughs> well, it's funny because um, so so there are sides, uh, which like I I knew a little bit about, not too much, um, but. Uh, so, so they drive
1: on the other side of the road, uh, on the
0: other side <laughs> of the ISS. I think there's only really one road, uh. if I'm not mistaken. But uh, yeah, so they so there's different sections. There's um, there's the Zarya and the Zvezda modules on the Russian side, and the the sides are based on you know contribution uh, to the station. Like the Canadian Space Agency, actually, with this whole thing coming out this morning, they actually added a little bit uh, to it. Um, And that when they refer to the Russian or the U.S. segments or the Canadian robotics, which they're very good at, uh, the designation refers to each country's contribution. So that's that's what they mean by the side. Um, And so there's a so if there's like a fire, um, I was reading about this the other day. If there's a fire on the ISS, um, there is a clear written out procedure on how you deal with it. You know, there's no you don't run to the fire. You contact everyone like on the ship like we do here on earth everyone right yeah. runs you don't freak fire. out like this is this is a it's a very calm event actually cuz everyone cuz they have this thing down to the point like to the second of what you're going to do if this happens and so basically the thing is is you get everyone together you head towards I think the the Russian side of the capsule and you you assess you look at the alarms you and and then the controllers downstairs look at everything so there have been uh different times where there's been Um, you know, false alarms. It it happens. Um, But the whole point is to get everyone safe and composed so that they can attack the problem together instead of everyone freaking out. And then, you know, because it's only a certain amount of time, you know. um, I guess in the simulators, they would like fill the room with smoke and have them go at it and figure out what it is. Um, uh, You know, some people might want to just fight the fire and this and that, but... Their whole approach is: listen, we just want to make sure everyone's safe. Um, and they actually were locked away in the uh, in the Russian uh, segment. Locked
1: away in the Russian segment. Yep. Se-
0: uh, Sam uh, Samantha Christopheretti. Uh, she's at Astro Samantha on Twitter. She actually sent this is crazy uh, two hours ago from when I wrote this. So I don't know. I think it was when they when NASA had the recap. Um, she goes, "Hey everybody, thanks for your concern. We're all safe and doing well in the Russian segment." Uh, follow nasa for updates on space station today so um like that's insane that an astronaut up there could tweet at us and tell us they're okay while like the shit is going down like that's that's the future like we're in the future it is 2015 after all yeah but we don't have any hoverboards or flying cars you should get one i, I have one or a sports almanac
1: what i actually do? took one here did actually, you? no, I didn't. My, my agent drove me. Oh. I forgot.
0: Well, I'm going to have to have, I'm gonna have, to have a talk with your agent. I don't know about this. <laughs> so anyway, so they're okay. Um, everyone on the ISS is fine. Um, you know, everyone. It's, it's just so funny. You read the titles of these things, and it's like even they, they're meant to grab your attention to it instead of, like, actually portray what's really going on. You know, that's, it's my my pet peeve, peeve with a lot of things on... on it just just in, in news in general, they're there to... Like you were saying earlier, to, like, grab at you. Clickbait. Clickbait. Clickbait.
1: I mean, that's... It's not NASA's fault. It's just...
0: Uh, no, no, no. And it's not NASA that's player. doing it. This is the, the, the journalists and the writers that do this. But whatever. Whatever. I'm over it. I looked at the facts. I went to the sources. And I want to give you guys what happened, just in case you were wondering. And... What else do we have uh, today? Uh, Ten years ago, um, it, European Space Agency's Hugens, Huygens H U Y G E N S probe safely landed on Saturn's moon Titan. So since then, uh, it was the so th- this is by the numbers like what what they've done. Uh, it was the first probe to land on Titan's unknown surface. Uh, it had a hundred and eight targeted flybys. Um, thirty-seven thousand images were taken. It's a lot. That's not excessive at all. But I have <laughs> that on my phone, actually. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. Imagine how long that took. All that data to go from Saturn back there. Yeah, because all those <laughs> pictures are. I wonder w- if that's back. like the old dial-up speed. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate it. I hate I it. I miss that, dial- that sound. No, that fucking shit used to give me nightmares. Uh, yeah, but it was like a- I literally had a nightmare. When I was young, it was like a it was a semi-reoccurring dream. I only had like three times, but I would be like in a room and people would be hanging out, and then all of a sudden, like people were just kind of like standing there and like not looking at me. And I was kind of like, why is everyone acting so weird? And they turn around, and then all of a sudden, their mouth would just drop, and you just hear the dial-up tone, tone and I wake up fucking terrified.
1: Those were probably the the same people that made the sound. (laughs) Those are the same people that recorded the sound (laughs) in the first place.
0: (laughs) fucking they came to visit scary so needless to say i'm glad we don't have to listen to that anymore i guess i don't miss it too much times i had heard that tone growing up that it was just it was in my dream oh god i'm so glad i don't have those dreams anymore um they're much scarier now (laughs) 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 let's go back to let's go back to titan Um, they've, uh, surface mapped 43% of Titan by radar, (coughs) by radar. Um, they've published 1160 scientific papers. Um, there's, what is this? One global subsurface, uh, it says water ocean. I'm not too sure what that says, what that means. Um, there are 35, uh, Named hydrocarbon lakes and seas. 17 molecules were identified in the thick atmosphere. Uh, the You want to take a guess at what the surface temperature is in Fahrenheit?
1: I'm going to say... It's cold. Th- now I was going to say negative
0: 150. Negative 290. I'm in the ballpark. <laughs> it's a pretty big ballpark. Either way, though. that's cold. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the surface pressure is 1.4. Four or five times that of Earth. All right, so a little more, not not quite double, A little more intense. Yeah, a little more, a little more. But yeah, Titans, Titans, pretty crazy. So, so anyway, so that's that's today in space. So now we can move back on onto uh, movies. So, we'll start. Um, we'll start with uh, some honorable mentions, and uh, I definitely want to go on a little bit of a tangent on Europa Report. So, uh, John, wh- wh- what do you have for? for some, like, honorable mentions?
1: Yeah, uh, honorable mention. Well, you know what I...
0: Or what did you call them? Because that's the only thing uh,
1: I, I I didn't know what to call them because, <laughs> you know, when I was making this list, I was like, all right, space movies. And then I'm like, well, this movie isn't really about space. They just kind of go through it at one point. Or here's another movie right. where they're actually not in space at all, but someone came to visit us or kill us or something from okay. space. So it's... I kind of had a hard time figuring out what qualified as like a space movie Mm -hmm. compared to just a movie that space is in. Sure. And I I had
0: a, I had a difficult time. Like I'll be completely honest. I couldn't name 10. Like I had to spend two days kind of, and then I, of course I used the internet and kind of looked at some top 10 lists, And I was like, Oh, okay. You know, I've got like, I figured out uh, some, and I actually had to watch a few this week. um, Never a bad thing. Kind of a bad uh, aerospace guy as far as that goes. Uh, but to be honest, most of it's sci-fi. So
1: it was kind of sad almost to see how few movies were, uh, you know, we yeah, talked about interstellar in last time and it was just, mm-hmm. you know, why isn't that a booming, uh, you know, the possibilities for space movies are basically endless. Yeah. You I know? mean,
0: you, yeah, it's it just, it takes imagination. It takes, um, it takes a
1: lot of money too.
0: Yeah. Because the, you, you can't just film on the planet. So yeah. that
1: that movie Europa. So was that sure uh, Europa report? I mean, so like, it came out what was what was like the ballpark budget? Just so I have like some sort of uh, idea. Was I don't it know. like a, I don't know?
0: Let's look. Um, let me look that up here real quick.
1: Because um, I saw it on Netflix sure. and I'd never heard of it before. Um, you know, so was it more of like an amateur thing that just became kind of like it didn't a cult seem hit, like it.
0: or um let's see Europa report um let's see so. It got a six-and-a-half on IMDb, and let's see. Does it toss does it the budget? I don't, I don't know. Details. The fact that the page is this big, I think, is oh, an okay. indicator of... So, opening weekend, it made... Oh, wow. No, that's box office. That's oh, box office. It's box office. Never mind. Um, Come on. Where is it? Show me. Show me it. No. Wow. Okay. We'll do
1: one more. Subject. You know what? It's on Amazon <laughs> as a streaming video. It's on Netflix. It's clearly not some, uh, you know, right? Uh, back alley, straight no, to DVD and and or visually, something. No, and visually,
0: like, okay, so, so I'll, I'll get into it, um, in a second here. I just want to find that, that budget if they, if they have it up.
1: Um, they don't want us to know. I guess. They, yeah.
0: oh, there you go. They um, really don't want us to.
1: Um, budget less than 10 million less than 10 million so what is that like nothing to
0: uh is that pretty run-of-the-mill
1: 10 million would be a pretty i mean uh to give you some sort of perspective Mm -hmm. plenty of movies that are pretty good movies can go for you know just a few million dollars okay they're obviously not going to be set in space or anything but but then you have avatar which is spending like hundreds of millions of dollars or at least a few hundred million so $10 Ten million is obviously not that much compared to that, but it's still ten million dollars is ten million dollars. Yeah, it's a lot of money.
0: It's a, it's a lot of chiba. So, so anyway, so 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 to defend it, I mean, the first half of the movie, I loved. I thought it was visually like. Visually, it was fantastic.
1: Oh, so they're on the moon.
0: Well, so for- they start. So the whole thing is like there. So it's kind of a weird thing. So it starts with um, the team leader or um, the head of the mission, who apparently was part of NASA or something like that. Um, It's like in an age where when the space shuttle died, we stopped going to space. We no longer did anything, and Europa was our first bang back into it. Like um, We'd been out of the game for so long, so they wanted to do something uh, spectacular. So they wanted to go to Europa, um, Saturn's moon. So, So they wanted to go there and look for life you know, pretty, you know, crazy goal, and it would be the furthest, just heading past the moon was an accomplishment, because it was further than we've ever gone, which is true, it's further than we've ever gone with humans, um, so there's, there's a few, there's, there's quite a few, I think there's six astronauts on the crew, It's a, and it's a privately funded mission, that's another thing too, so it's kind of like, oh, these are the, the, um, what could go wrong with a private crew, you know, um. So anyway, so they're looking for life, and the whole mission there. Um,
1: I bet none of them have, like, a separate agenda. I bet they're all totally on the same
0: page. Well, actually, surprisingly, they were.
1: Oh, wow, really?
0: Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, surprisingly, they were. And, and so it's really funny because the first half of the – so, but the whole time you get this because they're doing, like, interviews, and then they're doing post-interviews, like the mission ended. And you just get this feeling like everything went wrong. So, like, right away, I'm thinking it's going to be, like, one of those movies where it's going to be, like, a shock and awe movie where they're kind of going to, like, scare you with stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But it never became that, which which was weird to me because I was like, because that's the exact feeling I got from it was that it was going to be this, holy shit, we're going to see aliens. We're going to see, like, some crazy stuff happen. Maybe the crew goes crazy. I don't know. Just based on the poster,
1: it looks like it's supposed to be not a horror, but some sort of thriller movie.
0: Right, and they kept doing this thing with the cameras, um, which I guess they, they argued it was um the radiation spikes that was doing it to Oh, it was kind uh, of like the warping the camera. Uh the, sort of? the image that you were there right, was right, recording. Right. Um which I liked because they like added like a scientific thing to it. But okay, so here's here's my big problem. Is it came off like it was supposed to be like a super sci-fi alien movie and that it was gonna try and scare me but it never it never became that and the science behind it they kept it like pretty close-knit as far as like what we have as capabilities today like that's how they they kept it um, as far as like the science between the ship and what they could do what they couldn't do which with, which kind of bothered me because I was like why okay so if this is gonna be like an alien movie I was like, and this is completely opposite to what I've talked about before, where it's like you want a movie to be completely science related. So spoiler alert, obviously, for this whole episode, because if you haven't seen these movies, <laughs> I'm going to ruin it for you. But um, So they talk about, so at the end, they show this alien that like takes the ship. It kills pretty much the whole crew. They lose one guy on a, a spacewalk because he gets um, this highly toxic stuff on his suit. Uh, and the other guy's oxygen went low because he got cut when they were trying to repair something, so he saves the guy that was losing oxygen, and the the like veteran um, astronaut. Then they lose the engineer uh, to space, so so it, it just it so they start losing people, and you never see the alien to the last two minutes of the sh- of the, the whole movie, and then they're like they didn't even give and- you a shadow. Like nothing. No, they gave, they gave you it looked it looked like a it looked like the squids from Matrix. But with more lights. Okay. But the whole time you just saw that it was a a flash of light. The whole thing was it was like it was a radiating light. That's all you saw the whole time. Um, but you know it was kind of cool. They showed, they showed that they they found you know like algae on the surface of the planet. That it was actually a lot more complex. So like I was with it. I was ready for them to show aliens. They didn't show it early enough. So they waited to the last two minutes and then it was like, and they, and they, ne- it was always, th- and the, the whole, you got to see it because just the way they were portraying and, and, the whole imagery of the thing, of the, the cameras tweaking was that they were baiting this scare tactic the whole time and they never did it. So that, that pissed me off because I'm like, then why did you put the radiation? Because there's, there's really, it didn't make any sense why the radiation was there after the fact. It didn't make any sense at all.
1: So yeah, so I unless was just really that was frustrated. going to be the first the, half was
0: beautiful. They did like a, they they showed these amazing uh, photos of Europa um, as they were like coming in. It was spectacular, and then as soon as they landed, it just got a little weird for me. So, um, I watched it hoping it was going to make it to my top ten, and it did not. It did not.
1: You know, what? just to click on Daniel Wu. I know that guy. You know, you know uh,
0: Copley. I'm
1: probably not saying that right. Daniel Wu, I don't know what he's yeah, been named. He, he was, looks really familiar. He was one of the pilots. Go back to Charlotte Ocoppa. You know who okay. he is. Uh, who? Uh, top, uh, let's see. He's uh, two names down from Wu. Oh. There you go. If you've seen... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You've seen right. District 9 and... Um, I saw
0: bits of District 9.
1: Neil Blomkamp, he he did that movie. He did it. Um, did you see Elysium?
0: No, I no, still uh, haven't seen Elysium. Uh, that's really good. Yeah.
1: Neither of those, uh, those aren't really... They're kind of spacey, but they didn't make my top 10. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, but those are both really good sci-fi movies, sort of with the alien mix. He's in both of them. Um, yeah, he's a he's a crazy good and not really a terribly well known actor.
0: Mm. He was he was all right. He was like the he was like the caring father, family guy, um, who just wanted to keep in touch with his kids and was having a hard time with the fact that he was so uh, away from his kids. But you know, one of the thing was you know that it did address was how do you deal with um, how do you deal with a flight, a, a, a launch, and a, a mission that's that long. You're that long mm-hmm. on the thing. They talked about, you know, some of the, the like the first half was really great. They touched on some things that people would miss. That are really, you know, it's like it's like that's what science fiction is great for is is kind of questioning stuff before it really happens. Like, would you really be prepared? Like, this is like what would you what would you be missing from that right. stuff? So the, I I I thought it would have been great as a science fiction movie, but I think. They stuck way too much to it being realistic, which is becoming like more, the more movies we talk about, the more I look into it, like it seems that there's a weird, it's, it's like the formula for a successful space movie is difficult because you can't just do all correct. Like, like we'll just say gravity, um, even though it did very well, um, you know, but there will still be people pissed off, even though it's scientifically, like you never make everyone most, happy. No, no, no. In, and in, I don't expect to, but it's like it's just like what the especially fuck? in the space community. Well, there's so many different. There's the space exactly. community is a lot of different people. <laughs> so anyway, so that 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 was my rant on on Europa Report. I would definitely give it a like like the IMDb gave it like a six and a half. It wasn't a bad movie, but I was just irritated that. Uh, um, I thought it could have been a much better movie. But they could have gone a different direction with it. But I don't make movies. It's so almost like they had all the right cards
1: and they just didn't play them at the right time.
0: It's like they were playing with two decks. Mm. Um, but they were saying, we're playing with one. It's like, no, those are different cards. I, I, I hear you on that. Yeah. yeah. So what What about you? What are some of your... That didn't make the top? Uh, let's see. I a
1: couple movies that didn't make... In fact, they would almost be... If I was to do an entire list, they'd be down towards the bottom. Mm -hmm. Um, Not bad movies. Actually, one of them I actually really hated. Both (laughs) uh, sequels, kind of. You know what I'll just say? Right off the bat, Prometheus. Did you see Prometheus? You know, I cut the end of that. That was one of my least favorite movies. And it was probably partly my fault. It looked good. It looked awesome. Ridley Scott is awesome. Uh, Plus, all of the Alien movies, I shouldn't say all of them, but Alien and Aliens, I'm sure we'll talk about them more later, plenty more later. Yeah, Um, Those movies are awesome. (laughs) This movie looked like it was going to be a throwback Alien movie done by Ridley Scott. Yep. And uh, Damon Lindelof, if you're familiar with him, he does uh, writing screenplays, that sort of stuff for Lost. So if he hated Lost, he's the reason why. I was a big fan of Lost. I, I mean, sorry, I loved Lost, too. I absolutely loved Lost. But if you were, if you were so frustrated by Lost basically every other week, especially <laughs> at the end, he is the reason why. He's, okay. He is the biggest problem. And, you know, he's incredibly talented because yeah. it's almost like everything he's done you've heard of. Okay. But everything he's done has also been so incredibly frustrating, one of them being Prometheus. Okay. Um,
0: oh, you know, I had heard, yeah, I would
1: heard people talk about that before. Dude, you know what? Remind me after on. this. I need to send you a link of the mm-hmm. original Ridley Scott version of the movie. Yeah,
0: I heard there was yeah there was two different it ones. It was right? just he came in and rewrote it, basically, he, or fixed it up so that he could put it completely fucked it over. Okay. It. <laughs> okay.
1: it was, you know what? Ridley Scott definitely not as much of a big uh, mind fuck, mm-hmm. but yeah, Lindelof does so many question marks, and part of that, I guess, uh, I guess in a few years or so, they're supposed to be releasing a sequel. It's oh. not really uh, being developed too heavily right now, but maybe that would give us a little more insight into why there were so many question marks at the end. Just really frustrating. But, right. Yeah, that didn't right. make my top ten, obviously. Um, another sort of unoriginal movie. You see the second um, Star Trek movie done by J.J. J. Abrams.
0: Into Darkness? Into the, Darkness. The, the new the It new had um,
1: Benedict come I liked it.
0: I thought he was a great con.
1: He was, yeah, he was good. Um, by the way, I didn't like how in all of the marketing... Mm. Up until you saw the movie, obviously it wasn't advertised that he was con i don't get why it was really obvious um yeah. i'm sure it was really, really obvious for plenty of people, but like that was supposed to be the big twist, mm. but it seems like everyone already knew it it, it was well, just, i'll it be honest strange.
0: I, didn't, I didn't realize it till I was watching the movie about like twenty minutes in i didn't realize he was con, so all right but I stay away from a lot of that uh you know promo stuff for movies
1: yeah i for some movies Especially if i'm I good it. with that one i wasn't though i was looking into that one a lot mm. but that one was good but it was almost like they took the first movie and the first mm-hmm. one was awesome yeah and it's almost like they just top. kind of erased some of the words and put new words in it just felt like okay right. no obviously it was a lot different movie but i felt like half of it was just the first movie reworked like the same okay. jokes, the same lines, the same situations, and I get that you need to have some sort of continuity. Right. But it was almost like they just rehashed other parts of the first. It's funny
0: because I, I didn't get that. I didn't get that feeling at all. Um, I, I think for me, it, it followed, um, which maybe is kind of what you're thinking about. It followed traditional, like Star Trek, like I guess what you're talking about the rewriting. Like that's part of it. That's you know. Mm-hmm. Those guys getting into the same situations, you know, uh, Kirk having an inner struggle, that kind of stuff. Um, so, I, I, I hear what you're saying. I now hear you, what you're saying. You know what? But the, I disagree.
1: That being said, that being said, <laughs> movies today, I feel like have put a much bigger emphasis in the first five minutes of their movie. Um, you, you know, a lot more movies. Can you give an example? Uh, well, just to give you an example of what wouldn't be that, basically every movie before then, before what we think of movies now it was your opening credits it was 5 minutes of credits and then right. boom there's the movie but um but like good example would be uh well, let's see well star trek the second one mm-hmm. into darkness the movie starts off and they're on some like red planet they're yeah. on some alien planet and as soon as the movie starts you are thrown right into the action there okay. they were running out of that temple uh they, they were yeah, saving the a, population a, uh, the indigenous people
0: yeah and they were they because the Prime Directive, they're allowed to, right. uh, to let other worlds know that that's actually a possibility.
1: So, it obviously, that wasn't really... I mean, I guess it led up to what happened for the rest of the story. But it's not like that was right. the story. You were just thrown into one of their sort of uh, days at work. Well, I, mean, I thought that was really cool.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, and I the did. fact
1: that it happened all before you saw the word Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Or like another example, not to get into it. Did you see uh, Skyrim? Uh, not Skyrim. What's it called? Uh, Skyrim. <laughs> what's what game was that uh for playstation yeah for playstation it's crazy
0: you can just waste your life oh dude that game.
1: oh yeah right yeah dude yeah. i th- i had that game yep i've oh elder scrolls yeah yeah yeah. yeah. oh yeah dude oh good game but yeah don't ever touch it It'll... oh
0: yeah you won't have a life if you play that game
1: uh skyfall oh yeah i got half the word right Skyfall. Uh, the beginning of the movie is like this same thing. You're just thrown yeah. right into the action. I feel like that was the big. I loved that part of Star Trek. Mm-hmm. But other than that, the rest of the movie is just meh. Whatever. Okay.
0: All right. I mean, you are you are a critic, so I I do like hearing your your side. They
1: have done tests. I am
0: a critic. <laughs> it's in my blood. <laughs> All right. More honorable mentions for me: R- the original Ratatouille. That movie. Uh, now it, it kind of. You know well to to say it right out of the way, Star Wars did not make any of our lists. We purposefully did not put Star Wars in our lists because we think it gets well I think it gets way too much credit right now oh I think so. we
1: would I think we would be talking about it uh until
0: until all your computer stuff shut down yeah, yeah, until there's like a new operating software yeah yeah, yeah yeah, and there's not enough time to talk about those names. No. so so they're not here if you're looking for that please go elsewhere um but the original wrath of khan was awesome i mean uh, especially for the time um i mean wrath of khan was you know they were older it was basically like like when they decided that movie they were already deciding you know we're done with star trek you guys are super old you know um people were getting older fatter so they're like it's just, you're not going to make a movie. How is this going to work? You, you guys are going to... It's going to be a well, flop, you know? And it turned out to be one of the most... Uh, especially for, for Trekkies. I mean, that's... of is... I'm pretty you know. sure
1: that's like the Holy
0: Grail for them. <laughs> Rathakhan's huge. Um, and it's where Into Darkness, really. I mean, that's... A lot of what happens in there is part of... It's just,
1: it's a mirror, almost. It's yeah, not a yeah. perfect reflection, but...
0: So, uh, that one's that one's tremendous uh it didn't make my top uh 10 because um just it's a little it's a little outdated uh but that's not the big reason just because there was other movies that are definitely up on my list and the, we're, we're talking movies specifically i would put star trek more in the shows uh tv shows mm-hmm. that were influential so uh and another one uh just for complete comedic
1: value space balls. Dude, you know what, Space, and I didn't put it in here just because we weren't mm-hmm. talking about Star Wars, but, right. dude, Spaceballs, you and I grew up on Spaceballs. Rick Moranis, <laughs> one of the funniest people you will ever <laughs> see on a screen. He is so incredibly funny. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just every single joke in the movie. There was actually a, a phase in my life where I'd almost watched it too much. Yeah, and I, too. I had to, like, put my hands up and step back. <laughs> I was like, I need to take a break. And I probably didn't watch it for, like, an entire year yeah one whole year and then i got back into it i'm like it's still funny
0: (laughs) all right so let's get into it so my top my number 10 for top space movies galaxy quest 1999 um it stars tim allen sigourney weaver alan rickman tony shalhoub sam rockwell daryl mitchell uh noriko colin uh and there's a whole bunch of other people but that's just kind of the top Dude, great cast justin Fantastic. long that oh, was justin also long's justin long's that too. Yeah, uh, that was his first
1: big movie
0: yep yep and uh so and did... he played the same character after
1: that <laughs> in every other movie just the the geeky kid on the computer but
0: if you've got if if
1: they're looking for that they'll hire you i guess you know, so. that's all that matters <laughs> now he's the geeky adult with a
0: weird mustache <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen the mustache lately, but, uh, you know, it, it, it wants to no one's seen him lately. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, for anyone who hasn't seen it, a uh, quick little thing. It's the alumni cast of a space opera television series have to play their roles as the real thing when an alien race needs their help. So um, basically they're kind of making fun of uh, the Star Trek guys. They get, They get more into, like, the life of space shows like actors life like what it's really like to to work with people behind that long dynamics kind of breaking down and then they have to do their greatest acting performance ever <laughs> with real aliens that have been watching their show and think it's real uh to help fight a another intergalactic thing and it's great i mean it's just it's just it's funny um and it, it's just a, it's a good laugh especially if you like a little like back and forth between people like kind of like like a little of that like old friends kind of thing where it's like you all yep. know way too much about each other Yep. yeah yeah that's it's it's great for that um, Tim Allen's hilarious in it uh, I love Alan Rickman in it he's he plays like the miserable he's awesome. like <laughs> he's, he's great so IMDB gave it a 7.3 out of 10 um, Rotten Tomatoes gave it at 89 percent so that's and that's the one um, that's all the critics the, the nation right. so um, so yeah i i really like that movie i think if uh if anyone's a, a space fan definitely want to watch if you haven't seen it i put that at number six but you oh, know what okay. just
1: you know what's funny 99 that's the same year that uh, the second austin powers movie came out mm. you love austin powers dude that's yeah. it's such a good movie yeah. for both of those movies it's almost funny to think that we forget that they're actually parodies yeah, it's but funny they're on their own. You think parody movie nowadays and you think some you know, I can't even think of any of the titles, but mm-hmm. you see ads on TV uh for you know, whether it's like a horror or superhero or like a vampire, all yeah. these parody movies, and you're like, dude, what happened to parody movies? Spaceballs. Yep. now, obviously that's a lot more apparent because it makes so many direct connections to, to Star Wars, but yeah, yeah, you totally forget the Galaxy Quest, Austin Powers, parody movies.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they're just so good in their they're, own. They're fun, and and Galaxy Quest was one of those that uh, it had a. I mean, it, they were gonna pull on real fans, which is like Star Trek, Star Wars, those kind of mm-hmm. guys, um, because it's just like they it's it dove into that. The, the The opening scene is them at like a convention, so you know, y- Alan Beckman
1: got... is having lots of fun <laughs> there. He's <laughs> super thrilled to be signing
0: autographs. Fucking hated it. <laughs> Tony Shalhoub's fantastic in that too. He plays just kind of uh, like the spacey, like... He doesn't really like, mind being there, but he's definitely not thrilled either. <laughs> right, he's not but, thrilled, yeah, but right, totally, totally spaced okay out. okay with the fact that there's aliens, and just like, all right, let's, let's go with this. What's going on? This is strange. Okay. <laughs> so I love that movie. That was... And you had it at six, so that's... that's
1: I had six, it at seven. six.
0: All right, so let's see. Okay, what do you so, have at number nine? Number nine? Let's work off your list, because
1: I'm sure <clears throat> we have basically like the same list, just... Organized differently.
0: Yeah, no. Uh, And I think it's good if we don't have them in the same order. Um, Number nine, I had total recall. The original with Schwarzenegger, not the new one. The original, 1990.
1: No thanks. Yeah,
0: yeah. So uh, for those who don't know, uh, the kind of quick thing for the movie is when a man goes for a virtual vacation, memories uh, of the planet Mars. Sorry, let me read that again. When a man goes for virtual vacation memories of the planet Mars, there we go. An unexpected and harrowing series of events forces him to go to the planet for real, or does he? Yeah, who knows? Uh, we'll uh, never know. <laughs> that was. Uh... It's a lot more boring than the actual movie, um, but uh, yeah, this movie was great because, um, especially growing up on it, uh, I used to I love watching this movie. Uh, you had Schwarzenegger as as Douglas Quaid. You know, the, another name that he really can't pronounce, um, and and uh, so he plays like this nice guy. He's got a wife, and then again, so they so they go into this. He, this thinks, he, a first time. he thinks he has a wife. Thinks he has a wife. So think this might have been the first time that they had done this. But um, so they're basically that's why I like sci-fi movies. They just they bring new new ideas to you. You know, like this virtual vacation. Like you don't have to go anywhere, but they'll they'll give you the the memories of it. You know, so he goes there, and what happens is they they trigger his old memories about being like this super spy killer, and he starts freaking out. And then, of course, they all know that he's remembering, so everyone starts coming down. Cause well, pr- wait, wait a sec, wait a second, hang on, hang
1: on. <laughs> the whole the whole vacation. He's not going on a vacation to Mars to, uh, to hang out at the beach. His it's like, um, what we it's an ego trip. He's like, all right, so we're gonna put these memories in your head, and you're gonna go through. Uh, you're gonna be like a, a secret spy. It's gonna be like a little action movie that you get to sort of go through. And oh, he's it, like, oh, I, f- I forgot about that. And he's like, so. oh, okay, that sounds lots of fun. And then, and then, <laughs> uh. and then they put the memories <laughs> <laughs> in his head, and boom, he's a secret spy, and he's like, oh my you know, god, the things in my head. <laughs> I did the worst. What is the Austrian? He's Californian now, right? Uh, I think he. He still Austrian. sounds the same.
0: Yeah, like legit Austrian, not Nazi. But Austrian.
1: That's good that he's not a Nazi. That would make yeah. him. Uh... Well,
0: that, a lot of people like just are just like, oh yeah, like if you're Austrian, you're a Nazi. Like, no, the Austrians didn't like the Nazis. But hey, but that's that's a totally different podcast. Um, <laughs> so so basically, like Nazi in the movie, he's got a Bells. whole bunch of cool stuff. Like they, they he goes to Mars. I think he was on Earth. So He goes to Mars, they've got like a city there. so they and they actually show like a development, you know and they've got this huge dome that's surrounding it. And kind of one of the big things that they talk about is like the fact that um, that air is like it's like in, in Mars like you, you can't go outside because you can't go outside the compound because they, the atmosphere is not there. But uh, then you find out later in the movie that um, they actually could but they're doing it because they can they can charge people for it. You know, and they, there's, there's one scene where they, they're like, oh yeah, they're raising the tax on air. Like, could, could you fucking believe that? But that's, I mean, that could happen. Yeah, that could happen. That could happen, you know, and if, if it had taken off without like a movie like this talking about it, we would be doing the same thing, complaining about the tax on air. Damn air tax. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so they, you know, for the 90s, they were pretty cool uh, special effects, especially the 1990 um you know there's a one scene where they're gasping for air at the end mm-hmm. um which they definitely would have died from but <laughs> uh i did like uh out the end
1: uh when they found I, I think they sort of hinted at it way earlier but when they found uh underneath the surface they had this big uh sort of ancient alien kind of structure yeah and uh and they activated it and then boom Planets green. Yep. Terraform. Wow. Yeah,
0: terraform the planet. With I this... didn't
1: know it was that easy. I thought it was going to take like you know at least a week. Yeah. Yeah. Or like a hundred years or whatever. But yeah, a few minutes. Mm-hmm. That was nice too. But yeah, the movie. I mean, it never really ends because you're always thinking about how it actually ends. But mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Yeah, and you one were of... saying before, like, what, what was it? One of the one of the great mind fucks of of movies. I actually saw that movie for the first time after I
1: saw Inception, and I was like, wow, that's such a big mindfuck. So I went home and Googled uh, biggest mindfuck
0: movies, and that was <laughs> and uh, the top <laughs> result.
1: So I watched it, and I was like, wow, that was in fact a huge mindfuck.
0: Yeah, it's definitely worth it. If you haven't seen it enough, I've just ruined it for you. Uh, it's Sorry. definitely still worth it. It's, still worth it, a it's, shot. F- it's funny how uh, you think James Cameron, you think
1: um, you probably think like Titanic, mm. Avatar, maybe you think Terminator. Conception. He did Aliens, uh, the Alien. Oh, sequel. sorry, that that was in. Yeah. yeah. Well, what would you
0: say? I thought you were talking about Mindfucks.
1: Oh, well, no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, Cameron's not good at Mindfucks. <laughs> um, other than this, apparently. But, um, but yeah, he directed this. It's like it's sort of. I mean, I don't think I know they just made the remake, but mm. the movie's definitely not as popular as it should be. It's such a good movie. Plus, it has Arnold Schwarzenegger and James Cameron. Yeah. Like, why isn't this movie more popular? It doesn't really make too much sense.
0: Yeah, I think part of it was it was nineteen ninety um and maybe the other half is that it was arnold um because there's a group of people that i, I mean, i'm one of them if arnold puts out a movie i'll watch it because he's one of the greatest if not the greatest action star that's ever been dude he's the Can't definition
1: well him. bruce willis and i know bruce willis has really uh kind of shat all over his career now but, but arnold dude, had Die Hard, bruce willis
0: dating decades if I'm if I'm not wrong, decades but of he, but dominance. he cheated
1: though he was on roids like Everyone Bruce, was on roids. Bruce was all American he was an all American action hero I know, dude I don't want some uh, <laughs> you know science failed science project out of Austria
0: I don't know I, we tried to make the superhuman <laughs> and he, he was too super big <laughs> we sent it to America uh, but yeah no the movie that yeah, was terrible I I really thought bad. I had a good Arnold Schwarzenegger impression. And then I heard myself the other day doing it. I suck. But that's the brutal honesty of the mic for you. <laughs> He's
1: probably, I don't think anyone else, I don't think everyone else combined uh, has as many people trying to uh, imitate them as Arnold. Yeah. Oh, well. That's what it'll be remembered for.
0: So, uh, Total Recall, uh, it got 7.5 on IMDb out of 10 and 84% on Rotten Tomatoes. So, pretty good. Pretty good. Um, definitely on the higher end of the scores of my top movies. Uh notice as it as it goes on here <laughs> the scores are pretty low. <laughs> but uh, I like them so I don't really, really care. Um so The Fifth Element uh is number 8 dude, 1997, again, again, another 90s movie. Again with the Arnold. <coughs> huh? Arnold. Wait, Wait Fifth Element that, that that's Bruce Willis. Oh dude. Yeah. What am I... Th- Fifth element. With Lilu and... Uh, oh, dude, that's that right. whole thing. Chris Tucker plays the uh, crazy DJ guy. Dude, uh, Tuck Chris Tucker really, really, really is the definition
1: of 90s. <laughs>
0: um, so this movie, The Colorful f- Future, uh, Cab Driver unwittingly becomes the central figure in the search for a legendary cosmic weapon to keep Evil and Mr. Zorg at bay. So, again, Underdog, who becomes this savior of the universe <laughs> yeah now that sounds familiar. i think i was thinking of the sixth day the sixth day i haven't think I've seen that one. Yeah, it's really shitty it has Arnold <laughs> don't watch it okay uh this one was really good i i whenever this is on tv i'll put it on i, I just like this movie a lot um it's it's a little weird like some of the colors and stuff are, r- are really weird uh and like definitely some of the choices you can just tell it's a 90s movie but it, it I'm a, I'm a '90s kid, so I don't, I, I like it. I, I, really just enjoy the movie altogether. Um, Mila Jovovich is so, so hot in that movie, um, in real life, really. Um, but yeah, I mean, that movie was, it's again a good, good movie to get people to come in. Space, guns, an action star, good looking, uh, uh, an attractive um, actress. A babe, uh, a babe, if you will, uh, Gary Oldman. I mean, come on, we're not a babe. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that one, that one makes number eight. Anything else you want to plug one in? Or? That did not make my didn't make yours didn't okay.
1: didn't make my anything list. All
0: right, All right. But All right. that's
1: a, but the, you know what? This, these are our opinions. There's gonna be yeah. you know we're gonna get to the end and you are going to be like, what the hell? They didn't talk about that movie. This is just these are our opinions they can be neither right nor wrong yeah yeah thus uh, the the definition of an opinion
0: (laughs) yeah it's it's funny because not many people actually look up or know definitions of some stuff i'm guilty of it too but i'll at least look it up if i'm wrong you know if i'm wrong you tell me i'm wrong you won't Um, find the word fact in the definition of opinion yeah yeah and plus if you haven't noticed this is in the comedy genre of podcasts we are not trying to be an educational show. This is just uh, my ramblings and my friends. So, <laughs> hey, but you learn a decent amount of stuff. Well, I mean, that's that it, You with something like space as a topic, you have to do your research. You have to. I mean, it it helps that I've done that in the field. Um, I was a research engineer for for years. Um, not that many years, but years. <laughs> Definitely more than one. Um, so that process I really enjoy. I like looking up and digging for things and, and trying to figure out the story. That's my big thing is I like to figure out the story of something. Why is that the, the case? You know, How do we get there? Um, I enjoy that a lot. So that's what I'm hoping to bring to people. So, um, But as a, as a quick little break, check out the uh, website uh, todayinspace.squarespace.com. Um, If you have any questions, like a question of the week, question of the day, um, if you want me to research something, uh, send it over. Uh, I'll do my best, and I'll let you guys know. Uh, If you have a correction of the week, uh, if I fuck something up, if something on here we say is not right, send us what you have. We'll cross-check it, and if you're right, we'll give you credit. You get credit for being an ass. How about that? How about that? It's (laughs) pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, Anything else? If you just want to get in touch with the show, um, just... Email, email us there. Go to the about section. I'm sorry. The contact section on the website. Um, and thank you, everyone, for subscribing. So we'll move on. We'll now go to number six. Um, let's, let's see if we actually uh, uh, line up here. Oh, sorry. No, number seven.
1: Number seven. All right.
0: Ready? 1998.
1: Armageddon. What?
0: Yes. What? Okay. And I will defend it. I won't defend it because, to be fair, IMDb gave it a 6.6, so not much better than Europa Report. Oh. And Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 39%, pretty yeah. much telling me that, the, like, intelligence-wise, it's a crap movie. It doesn't, like, none of the facts are right. Like, I've 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 looked at it after I learned everything for aerospace engineering. I mean, there were icicles dripping. Like that, Like, obviously, that's not in real, like, in the ISS or wherever they were like they were they were dripping at icicles it's like well you can't have that <laughs> like i said bruce willis just shadow action himself. movie right um but i think this was huge um even though it scientifically was incorrect and even though um it was really
1: poorly acted
0: <laughs> I and the special was...
1: effects were horrid all right keep going and uh and arrowsmith had that really shitty song whoa, 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 whoa and uh and and god that was uh oh shit what's her name um you talking about oh what uh, uh you talking Tyler, about don't right? want to miss a thing i was don't want to miss a thing dude have you ever heard his voice uh before he got into all of the heroin and stuff no like dude early Aerosmith. He, he allegedly not, I, I can't heroin? talk about it because yeah. we'll go on but dude like before all of his famous songs his voice was incredible I
0: mean, listen, dude. The fact that the dude's still alive, fucking whatever.
1: I don't think he's still alive anymore. I'm pretty sure he's just like a puppet. Listen, if Ozzy's still around, man, then... It, it, well, he's a zombie.
0: No, no, no. I've, I've heard some interviews. He's, he's actually, actually... He's actually
1: come a long he, way. Dude, he's
0: a very cool dude. Like, say what the fuck you want about him. I've heard some interviews, especially like on uh, like Opie and Anthony and stuff like that. It used to be Opie and Jimmy. Now, um, they... I love his interviews. He's just a funny fucking dude. He he's is. actually got it together as long as you just pay attention a little bit to what he's saying. Uh, no, he's her him and Sharon. They're they're I, I think oh, they're, they're, they're hilarious. Ugh. I
1: I've, I've you know what I got into that Osborne show for a little while back on whatever that was M T V Yeah. I've I've filled up my lifelong quota of uh of watching the Osborne to do anything. Sorry, just I keep
0: cutting I've I, I did paper so that you guys can actually hear it. But I keep cutting myself. <laughs> Paper is dangerous. Paper
1: is very dangerous. We should so, just stop using it entirely.
0: Um, oh, um, so another thing I wanted to touch on, too. So, uh, no, wait. Oh, God. I lost my place. So, no, I think it was super, super important fun, for right? for space, right? The Armageddon. 1998, the shuttles. We're not too sure if the shuttle is going to be around for much longer. People think NASA isn't going to exist anymore. Um, and I think it was one of the most important things because it kept the space program as, like, something that was popular. You know, what it, it did good for the space a, as far as, like, people not forgetting about it. Like, that movie's still played today. You know, um, they brought Aerosmith in, like you said, to play <laughs> I Don't Want to Miss a Thing. And they had it at the end on the VHS. They had like a music video they did for the end. Uh, it was like, I think they had the shuttle in the bay, and they were uh, they were doing the song. And I mean, that, that was huge. That was huge for back then. Um, Dude, I'm
1: going to look up, type bet. in, uh, I, I'm I'm such an idiot, I just went to Wikipedia and typed in Armageddon, thinking that the movie would come <laughs> up. <and> nope. <laughs> Greek mythology, Armageddon. Yeah. I'm an idiot. Of course. Yeah, let me see this. I want to see when it came out, actually, because I'm pretty sure that's kind of... Uh, pretty sure it's, it was 98. Arm, well, uh, no, definitely 98, but... I'm um, pretty sure that was kind of when, um, ooh, ninety nine maybe, according to Wiki. But let's see. No, des- oh, December? Was... Okay. <laughs> now you know that's funny because no, this I've... is <laughs> this is not the same one. This is like a a wrestling promo. Dude, what, what is this? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm blind. That kind of <laughs> looks like Bruce Willis. But yeah, now that i at the rest <laughs> of the poster, that is definitely not outer space. Here we go. Right. Arma, get in. Just put like. Let's see what we come up with. There we go. July first. All right. So I'm pretty okay. sure this is the textbook definition of a summer blockbuster. Mm-hmm. You know, you have lots of stupid action, and you only need half a brain to mm-hmm. figure out what's going on in the movie. Uh, but, but yeah, it was. It like you said, it was important, especially being a summer blockbuster. Everyone's gonna it, go and see it. It has all
0: the space stuff. Yeah, and I mean, and they, you know, of course they pull to the, you know, the working man, the the, the, the miners, the oil digger, diggers, you know. Um, I really
1: hope that's not the plan. If that actually <laughs> happens, that'd be a really shitty plan.
0: <laughs> well, one of the things that's like, that's pretty crazy about that too, is like, and they kind of touched on it, but not really. It's like, you don't know what the surface of that asteroid's going to be. You have no idea. Like, we may not have a metal that's going to be able to get through that thing. You yeah. know? Yeah. Especially as deep as they went, like they used the same bit, like no, that ain't gonna work. But like you gotta. But that's have a why they sent Bruce Willis. Right, exactly. He'd just exactly. they'd
1: just attach him. He'd be the drill and, bit. And, and Steve Buscemi
0: just... is the crazy. I mean, come on, <laughs> Steve Buscemi was. Oh, that's right.
1: In that. Steve Buscemi's in that.
0: Yeah. No, there's there's so many good people in that. Uh, and another one who's in it, who's in a lot, of, especially my top ten, uh, Keith David. Um, he's in so many movies uh, on my top ten. Uh, I think he plays the general. Uh, that name
1: one. sounds really familiar.
0: So, anyways, so yeah, Armageddon. I know it made number seven on my list, but I'll I'll stick to it.
1: That would have been towards the bottom of my list, <laughs> but it's okay. You know Not what? Top five. You know what? I've I've heard of Armageddon, right? Yep. So you know what? I'll give it some credit.
0: Yeah, it's important for the movement.
1: Right? And, and you know what? Michael Bay, too. Yeah, just another uh, another name in the textbook definition of summer blockbuster. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I His mean, name is just you know what he did Independence Day too. We can't even get into that because it's just
0: uh I love that but movie. I the movie stupid with The first movie. half of that movie was fantastic. And it then was the second half just I mean, I I'll watch the movie all the way through, I don't care, but yeah, there's a lot of plot holes in that thing in the second half. It's kinda like yeah. what the fuck? Like, it's it actually just the the one half. giant hole. Yeah, yeah.
1: I do miss Jeff
0: Goldblum though. Oh dude, Jeff, Jeff Goldblum was hilarious. awesome. All right. Moving on. Number six. So uh, how, how many have we actually matched up here? Let's see. I've gotten Galaxy Quest. That's been it so far. Okay. Wow. Okay. Uh, number six. Um, this one I can't really defend too well, but I did like it. Um, Chronicles of Riddick, 2004. Uh, I didn't realize that uh, there was a previous movies to this. That this was actually the prequel or the um, – there was a prequel to this, Pitch Black. Which is actually better. I haven't seen that one yet. It didn't have Vin Diesel in it, did it? Yeah, yeah it had really? Vin Diesel. In it. it might have been his first. I I'm not hundred percent sure, but uh, it was definitely pitch black was from what I read after <laughs> watching Chronicles of Riddick, uh, Pitch Black is definitely better. So I'll watch that and I'll I'll get back to everyone on that. But uh yeah, IMDB gave it six point seven out of ten and Rotten Tomatoes gave it up <clears throat> at twenty nine percent. So
1: you get minus fifty percent whenever you have Vin Diesel in your movie. Oh, I, th- okay. I think that's the rule. <laughs> okay. Um, he's right. come on, he's like a poor man's Arnold, essentially, right? He has a really stupid accent, but it's I it's not know. even you can't even identify it. He just sounds stupid. I
0: don't know. I mean, I've watched all the Need for Speeds. You know, you mean not Need for Speeds, all the um, oh, Fast and Furious, Fast and Holy Furious, shit. yeah. Fast, but you Fast Fast know what? Furious.
1: He's definitely not carrying like wow. in 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 Chronicles of Riddick. I haven't mm-hmm. seen that movie but I guarantee he's the only name you've ever heard of, right?
0: Uh well there's Vin Diesel, there's Colm Fiore. Uh Thandie Sorry Newton. Colm, I, I haven't heard of you. Who else? Uh Judy Dench, Carl Urban who's also in a few movies. Yeah uh, yeah, I've heard of. Him. Oh, he's um, in
1: uh he's in Star Trek, he's Bones. Mhm.
0: Yeah, so another space movie and he was also uh the guy who assassinated Bourne's girlfriend in the second movie. He was okay. the assassin?
1: Yeah, but you know what? Like even back then, he was he was no name back then. Yeah. Uh, Keith David's on. also in this too. He's but you know what I name. mean w- with him being in the Fast and Furious. He's in a big, awesome cast. In <laughs> this, you know, it's basically just him, and he's carrying that movie on his shoulder.
0: Uh, he's definitely the main character. There's no doubt, no doubt about that. Um, you know, it was in two th- two thousand four. I thought the visuals still held up. Um, I wa- like I watched it yesterday. So ten years later, almost eleven years later, it's pretty cool. But it it reeks of Nazi, like stuff. Like like they call it the Undiverse, and it's like, you either have to convert or we'll kill you. You know, and the whole thing was kind of like this. You know, this is for, you know, the cause. But uh, the greater good.
1: Yeah, like it's the whole thing is like there's,
0: there's there's these like people called um, the Necromongers, and their whole <sighs> thing. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> And the whole thing is that, like, the more dead they are, the more powerful and the more, like, higher in ranks they are. So they're, like, so the whole thing is, like, you have to, like, shed your life in this universe so that you can go to this next universe. So um, it's one of those things where it was, like, okay, it's, like, you just want to not like these guys. You just, you're, like, all right, these guys have to go, you know. And, of course, they've got the whole Macbeth thing where it's, like, Keith Urban and, uh um what's her name? I just want to get it right. Um Fandy Newton, uh she they play the Vaco, uh Dame Vaco and Vaco's uh, Keith Urban. So, uh he's like the he's trying to make his way up the ranks, but you know, the the Dame, uh she wants to she wants to overthrow uh the the, the head guy and and he's like you like he's trying to be, you know, to the book, you know, trying to be, you know, just just about it. You know, he's not trying to go through the ranks the wrong way. Um, it had a, it had a very Roman feel to it too. Um, yeah. It sounds like it. Yeah. And I mean, it was, it was funny cause you know, he, he just, the whole thing is, is, um, is Vin Diesel's character, uh, Riddick just like either is constantly like disappearing, getting out of trouble. And then, basically bringing trouble with him so that he can always get out of the situation that's kind of the whole thing um he lets he lets the people take him uh as a prisoner so that the other guys will follow them and then he has a chance to escape you know that kind of shit but i mean it was cool like they're running through the planet and the sun is so intense that it's actually like melting um the, the surface of the planet so they have to literally uh get out and then it's this whole thing about you know um, the race, uh, the race of uh, his people, um, that he needs to kill these guys because they're the ones that did this to his race. He, he's the only one left. Um, so I, I like. So there that. were other people like Vin Diesel before other yeah other Diesels yeah, and they killed all the Diesels.
1: Other people that sounded like him and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> with the goggles and the, the like the white eyes um, that he could see in a different uh, thing. So yeah. I'm done defending it. Multiple I liked Vin it. Diesel's. I'll watch Pitch Black, time. and I'll, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, return with what I thought about that. Um, but yeah, I, mean, I thought it was kind of cool, like the way they transported. Like so they, so they, so this whole thing was like a, a comet uh, would come by, and it was the the end of worlds because these Undiverse people were like, were coming to a planet, killing, converting, taking whatever they needed from the planet. Then they'd set these like plasma things so that they could teleport. And then during the teleport, they destroy half the planet or most of the planets. The the planets were falling. So the whole thing is like, what are we going to do? There needs to be a balance, good and evil. And we should go to this evil guy, even though he's just a better evil to deal with. All that stuff. So pretty typical, you know, action movie using space, you know, follows that line. All right. I'm done defending. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Number five uh, was Serenity. In 2005.
1: Dude, I mentioned that earlier. I haven't even heard of Serenity. I can't believe this.
0: Serenity is good. Serenity is uh, a movie that was based off of um, a TV show called Firefly, which is kind of like a space cowboy uh, thing where it's like, um, again, you've got this, um, there's always like some major power that's in charge. um, And uh, like, I don't remember what they were called. I think it starts with an A. But they, they are the overruling power, right? Um, so the show was was a huge success, but they canceled it after one season. Um, and it had a huge underground following. And actually, the year after, I guess, uh, it started in 2004, canceled, and the fans actually spoke out, and they actually got the movie in 2005. They got to end the, uh, all the plot holes that they missed. But I mean, they created—it's really hard to do. They created a universe that they definitely, definitely could have had years and years, like Battlestar Galactica years, of shows because that universe could you could just play over and over and over again. Right. So it's a very cool movie. Um, if you like, if you like action, if you like kind of blood guts, it's not too much. It's not gory, but, um, it's it's a gritty sci-fi movie. So if if you enjoy that kind of stuff, uh it's very good. It's very good. I, I like what they do with the ship. Um the ship's not just like a you know, they don't go into warp or anything, but uh little touch I liked. Whenever they fire that engine, it actually looks like gas propellant. It's not just like a big burst or a flame. So I, I would hope it's I not gas, that. but okay. I respect I, that I like the effort. I respect that. But yeah. So it's a very good movie. Um the show's awesome too. Uh definitely another show that, you know, dies before it's time but uh they won in the end they got their movie um a lot of shows can't say that so so again we're still only one movie right
1: dude i i Bared. can't believe uh cause, well, you 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 give one, well no no, right? no this is no keep going with okay, your top all right, five, top five. But, all right, all right. but now i'm starting to think that maybe these aren't even gonna line up at all okay well now. i
0: think these last four will but uh i do i want to see what what you've got too uh number four star trek 2009
1: all right, I had that at number. You know what? I didn't have movies like Total Recall on the list because yeah. I didn't want to. I felt like that didn't really fit into the space category, so maybe it's a little high. I had that at number two. Okay. Uh But you know what? I'm biased. I'm young. I love J.J. J. Abrams, mm-hmm. and that movie was so. Uh, it was so fresh, mm. it, in it the really least cliche was. way possible. It was that just movie very refreshing.
0: So- so, just to kind of give like a, like, this movie was, gave me such a drive to, to, to get involved in space stuff. Like this, 2009, that was, I was a freshman or a sophomore in college. So, um, for me, this was like the right time. This movie came out at the perfect time. I grew up with Star Trek, um, more the next generation. Um, but I loved all the movies with the original with Kirk and all that stuff. Um, the casting in this was fantastic. The look was fantastic. I mean it was the first time you got a real space movie that looked like the pictures we see for space now. Exactly. Know? Um and they they did it's such a it, now, obviously in retrospect, it's such a great um way to, to re spin a series. Like, just use like a black hole, time travel, uh alternate dimensions. <laughs> you know? I
1: loved I loved how they brought back uh, Leonard Nimoy. Yeah. That was, it was so cool. Yeah. I'm so upset though that, um, and now I can't think of his name.
0: Shatner.
1: Uh, who's Kirk? Why can't I think? William Kirk? Shatner. William Shatner. I guess they wanted him to come back and I, I don't think he really had the best time. Uh, you know, you do Star Trek that long. you 're going involved it. in that. Yeah. Yeah. Huge, yeah. lots of drama. So he wasn't involved. Mm. They're trying now, to apparently if, get him for the next one. Well, in sort of that cameo role. Mm-hmm. We'll
0: and he already did, he already did a, something like that, uh, with the first Next Generation movie, they had him come back as uh, as Kirk when he was older and stuff like that to kind of and he died in that uh, in that movie, um, kind of ended his character. Um, but um, I actually, forgot where I was gonna go with that. But um, yeah, th- there's there's a whole bunch of stuff. If if you want to see something that he's in that's Star Trek based, watch the Captains. It's on Netflix, I think. Uh, and it's so he goes around. William Shatner goes around and interviews all the captains that ever did a Star Trek. That's pretty awesome. Um, yeah, it's really cool. They they go into like um, how um, what it's like to do that rigorous, you know, weekly uh, show thing. What 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 doing that was like. What being a captain as a character means. Uh, very good. If you like that kind of stuff, if you like William Shatner. It's, he's hilarious. Just just. You know, if you didn't know, um, definitely worth a watch. I, I show that to my parents; they loved it. Um,
1: There's so much Star, Star Trek stuff on Netflix. I'm I'm so surprised. Like whenever I'm going through my uh, recommendations or whatever list I'm in or whatever, half the things are Star Trek. I'm so surprised.
0: Yeah, and I, I guess I shouldn't be though. Well, it, I mean, we know because we we're part of the reason this stuff is even like mm. popular. Um, our age group is what is what I'm talking about, and younger. You know, we're the ones pushing this stuff. It's not, it's not the older generation picking this stuff. They're just doing it because they realize that's where everything's going to. I mean, Netflix, Hulu, all these places, all these online, um, like pick what you want things. That's because of us. Like, don't don't ever get that, you know, taken the wrong way. We did that. Um, we probably won't get credit for it, but that was us. <laughs> Um and Star Trek was huge. So to get to get back to it, the scene where they come out at the very end when, you know, they do the classic, uh, you know, uh, we've got a ship coming in, and then they come in and phasers bl- blast in there uh, as, as um, they're trying to get the ship back through the black hole because it was about to get uh, absorbed by the red matter. Exactly. Um, That first scene, that for the first time, I had chills running through my whole body. That's when I know like, a good movie like that, when you feel that, oh, man, dude, that, after that movie, I was so excited for, like, advancing this stuff, getting people excited into space, because this movie, this is a perfect example of sci-fi that advances real life, you know, Star Trek is is an unbelievable force of, of fans, like yeah, not even and like
1: bad. pop culture, but just culture. It's in a culture general. of its own. Yeah,
0: yeah, in another beautifully done uh, universe, um, and this one's great because it's like they can touch they, they can touch both timelines now, you know, and rewrite everything. Which is why they had to do a Khan in the second movie. Yep, they had to because Khan was one of the most diabolical villains ever. Um, you know, the only way uh, that Kirk beat him in the Wrath of Khan was because you know they're in the the plasma cloud um and uh spock figures out that he's making all his moves in a 2d um position because he's so old he's from another time from back in the past so he's thinking about everything 2d so they go they move what in an the idiot third. 2d oh, what what an
1: idiot <laughs> two dimensions well it's
0: kind of silly considering he was in space but that's the way they beat him because every move he was making, he was beating them on every single level because he was super intelligent. But they beat him by thinking, okay, he's not gonna think to move in that third dimension, kind of above or below him, uh, and that's the only way they beat him. Um, but th- th- this stuff is—I love this stuff. You know, if if you haven't seen it, watch it with with an open open mind. Just and and don't get too fucking critical. You know that people way way too critical and shit like that yeah, being be... being critical is okay but there's a time and place for it you know like this podcast good time
1: for it good time <laughs> i i have nothing bad to say about that movie everything yeah there, it has you know it's better and worse parts but yeah top to bottom awesome movie mm-hmm. yep and and like i said before uh the second one was just a rehash of the first so on its own, it would have been basically just as good. But, oh sure. But the first one, just you were right. We were the perfect age. It was just so fresh and right, and it just made so much sense.
0: Yeah, and that look, that I I feel like that will last a while. You know, because some of these mm-hmm. movies, they they add a, a certain spin on it, and sometimes they don't last ten years. You know, you look at it again, you're like, whoa, like that was dated. You yeah. Know? I think that one's gonna last a while. Um, the only thing I didn't like was a, uh, how like. They would do that, that like flash Oh, the thing lens with the glare. Light. Well, um,
1: that's J.J. Abrams. That's yeah. his like signature. Uh, let yeah. me blind you moment. I guess so. Yeah, I, I don't so. know. It's good in small doses. Yeah, I enjoy small it. doses. Yeah, once a movie.
0: <laughs> I feel like they did it a few too many times. But if that's my only criticism, then hey, um, it won an Oscar. one uh, won one. Um, it got an eight out of ten on IMDb and a ninety five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So everyone loved it when it yeah. came out. So, let's see. Another movie where Carl Urban is involved as well. Let's see. Uh, number three, Gravity.
1: 25. Gravity also number three for me. Look Whoa, at that. Look, yeah. High five. <laughs> That's nice. Look at that. Very <laughs> nice. I like you. Dude, I wish Borat was a space movie so we could talk about that. I absolutely love that movie.
0: I like that movie when we're talking about that movie, but I would probably wouldn't watch it again. Yeah, it, that's one of those movies where it's great to talk about after you watched it. Yeah, but like I don't know, it, like it's it's worth what it is. Too much,
1: as itself. too much hair, uh, <laughs> too many uh, ass hair. cracks and genitals for yeah. my liking. Yeah,
0: uh, I mean, we're South Park. If you like South Park, you're gonna like Borat because it just it makes fun of everything. It pokes yeah. fun at everything. You know, where everyone's too scared to do it. So I I like that. I like that. But again, just I, I don't think I'd watch it a second time. Uh, so, yeah, number three, Gravity, 2013, last year. Um, a medical engineer and an astronaut work together to survive after a catastrophe destroys their shuttle and leaves them adrift in orbit. So, crazy premise for a movie. I mean, that's a, that movie, you're, it's non-stop. It, there's no break. They show the title in the beginning. And the first thing is a crazy view of Earth and the shuttle coming into view. Um I, I I watched the movie on a date. Um, it's, it was, again, I don't know. I'm taking all these girls to crazy movies on the first date. I guess I'm just trying to test them. But uh, <laughs> what did he think about the physics of that movie? <laughs> Not saying I'm testing your intelligence, but I might be. <laughs> it is important. Um, got an 8.0 out of 10 on IMDb and a 97
1: am pretty sure it got uh, nominated for Best Picture. I don't think it won. It.
0: Won seven Oscars.
1: Wow, maybe it did. Yeah, seven Oscars. Wow. Yeah.
0: So the the industry loved it. Um, visually, it was striking. I I had read the other day that uh, every scene that you see them in a spacesuit, they were in a box. Like all think of that you know how was much CG. Time and preparation. That oh had. man, dude, and the fact that their acting came through with the. The computer graphics is pretty impressive.
1: Yeah, that like you said, that movie nonstop. You know, it's a quick movie. It's probably only like an hour and a half. But yeah, yeah unless you're watching it at home or something, like you cannot go to the bathroom during this movie. You will miss something critical. Yeah, it's yeah, that you, good. Yeah, it's you'll, that you'll miss the entire thing. And and the pacing too. Like as soon as you think you're finally coming down, there was a oh there was a part where they are um, they're all it's once. Um, one of the things has already exploded and it's already gone on the earth once and they're all outside. I think uh, it's just Sandra Bullock outside at this point. Okay, so is it when she makes it to the ISS? It's when she's uh, she's trying to repair something. It's just her at this point. Everyone okay, so is is, she,
0: is, so she's repairing, or because there's three people outside of the shuttle.
1: They're uh, they're already uh, drifting. Okay, somewhere so Clooney's
0: else. gone, and um,
1: and and nameless guy with no face at the end. Who who, who literally no took face. it to the face? Yeah, yeah, yeah. in the face.
0: He's a pretty well known. Uh, he's he's in a few things though. But very that was the the weird thing about that movie was. Um, oh, we need like a token
1: guy to just like up oh, rock in the face
0: <laughs> well it's funny because you you'd think you like with a movie like that you'd think you it would be like the old format where it's like you see the launch you you talk to NASA you get who's down there um, you get them trying to communicate but really um, it's only one person for almost the entire the, in the entire movie, yeah, it's essentially it's castaway. Person. But um, I, I
1: mean, no, it's not castaway because castaway is basically nothing's happening well, the castaway entire movie. Is crazy this too, is the opposite of no castaway. What's castaway that?
0: has no music except for the beginning and the end. I love that movie. Uh, that movie's fantastic. I rewatched that recently. uh it Blew my mind. I was just like, holy crap! Like this, this moves deep, especially after when you're a little bit older and you yeah. get a little more. You've been scared a little bit mm-hmm. <laughs> from real things, <laughs> <laughs> from life. Yeah, that movie's pretty intense. Tom Hanks is a G, but um, gravity was crazy because it, it, uh, it it showed what could really happen. You know, it it showed consequences of, of, of things in in space. You know, Um, it was a, it was about a future time, an era that's no longer around. The shuttle um, takes place in like a, a fictional shuttle era where it didn't end um and they were repairing the hubble and the, the russians shot down a, an old spy satellite that was malfunctioning they did it uh improperly or something and the debris was orbiting because it's all going it was around, russians again you know? up to no good <laughs> <laughs> well this was this was fiction so <laughs> i don't think they would have i don't think that's the protocol Destroying it. But either way, I mean, uh, the science in that movie is fantastic. Um, even the fire hydrant. I mean, that's essentially the whole idea behind uh, propulsion is that you're throwing mass. Mm-hmm. You don't need something to actually push up against. You just need to throw mass behind you and you will move forward. That's the whole basis behind it. And ion engines wouldn't work if that wasn't the case. Because um, you'd be in space throwing matter extremely extremely small fractions of the weight of anything else at extreme speeds um iron engines are great because they they get you going super fast once you're already going fast but if you tried doing it like we, you weren't moving it would take forever that's what i used to get here that's why it took you so long my ion engine coffee was a little a little warm now <laughs> um but yeah sandra book was fantastic in it i thought it was a little strange that someone with that many mental issues not that she was crazy but she she had a lot right. of stuff wouldn't, going on wouldn't
1: you think she just wouldn't have uh, been selected maybe for that she mission. i don't think she or would any have those psychological tests right. but
0: it wasn't about it wasn't about that it was about the fact that anybody as long as they get rid of their it was about the fear it was about the devastating things that happened to her and her deciding that she wanted to live because the thing that infuriated the fuck out of me was when she gave up when she turns down the fucking oxygen and gives up. Oh, but that was a great I scene, was, though how it I ended. I was so pissed. I was like, "Why, why would you give up?" There's so much more. But I mean, that's that's me. You know, that's I was pissed. But I, it worked. It got me. You know, when she finally figured it out, I was like, "Thank God, Jesus!" You know, that you finally figured it out. You know, you, you don't give up. You know, there's always a way, always a way. And that's what George Clooney's character or her hallucinating without oxygen, I guess. I think that was my favorite um, part of the movie. <laughs> what's so funny because i'm i'm sitting there and he opens the door and i'm like all right wait this is a minute. Go- she's got to be hallucinating because she's dead <laughs> she, she's dead like her she would her blood would boil because she'd have no oxygen it'd be crazy it'd be crazy if that actually and she was covering her face so when i saw her face was okay i'm like all right this is a hallucination <laughs> but he did find the vodka which was very good so the russians they, they keep that vodka there man I I drink in space if I was up there, hell yeah. What else are you but going I to do? But I probably wouldn't be picked to go up there. <laughs> I probably wouldn't make it through the the thing. I'd love to, but um, I don't think my eyesight will get me there. My eyesight's pretty bad.
1: So, You'll get this someday. We'll see.
0: Hey, I, if I'm involved in getting us up there, I'm I'm happy with that. Um, but yeah, visually striking movie. Uh, just just for that, if you get get that in HD. I would love to see that in, like, 4K now. That would look crazy good.
1: You know what's so funny? Good. Of all the beautiful scenes in that movie, I thought the most beautiful, and it's going to sound stupid because it's just a pile of mud. Right. But uh <laughs> But at the end of the movie when she's crashed, and isn't yeah. that scene, she crashes into the lake, and then she almost drowned, and it's like, oh, my God, like, wh- why are you having such a bad day? <laughs> uh, so she... Um, so the, it's almost like the very last thing you see. She crawls out of the pond, and there's just a real close-up of uh, – it's only focusing on her hands and her forearms. Yeah. And she's kind of like crawling up the beach, but it's like mm-hmm. a real muddy sort of beach. Yeah. And she just puts her hands into the mud, and they kind of sink a little bit. Yeah. But it's so super crisp and clear. Yeah. It, and I don't know why. It's like, wow, that's some really, really nice mud. <laughs> it's really nice mud, Mike. The view of from Earth, uh, of from space, that was pretty cool. But mm. the mud, the mud. Right. Well, there you go. <laughs> so that's probably the biggest. John loves love
0: the mud. Um, another thing is is crazy because, like, it was kind of cool to see. It was like, okay, she she gets the the Chinese shuttle down, and lands it. and Actually gets back on Earth, and then she looks up, and you see everything burning. That was and awesome. And that would, I mean basically i mean that's what would happen if if that actually happened if if something in orbit gets hit it's not just coming down because like the iss is going crazy fast um i don't like don't quote me on the number but it's it's multiple times around the earth every day i think 20 something times around the day it goes around so it's fast it's it's
1: moving it's like superman speed
0: and it's it's moving that fast that way it stays in orbit you know that that Cannonball that gets launched that keeps going around and around. That's the, the whole concept behind the whole thing. Um, so it, it was cool to see kind of that three-dimensional look to it instead of just an asteroid on its way to hit us. It mm-hmm. was kind of a new twist. It was like ooh. Uh, plus, seeing that in IMAX 3D, you could feel that spinning around. Once you that was the that was the weirdest um, emotion, not not emotional uh, um, like sense trigger with that movie was. You actually felt like your position yeah. was moving. Uh, just because you saw the earth, just because you saw the planet, you were like, oh, that's where I, sh- that's where my body, sh-. it was like, whoa, that's weird.
1: Yeah. The movie did a really good job of like taking you out of your seat, mm-hmm. especially in IMAX.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And the way they did, do you know how they did that where they, like the camera was in her mask and then came out? Because I've seen that, that, that shot's kind of like the thing now is coming through a barrier you know what i honestly it and then back out
1: i think it's just magic but that's been <laughs> it's been used in it's been used in movies for years and years now and i'll st- i'll They're never really figure good out how it, so.
0: i'll never figure out how it's done it, i think it's just magic yeah i could say magic uh, I, I would i would guess it's part cg and part like just um like, like you're saying movie magic where it's like um they just position everything and and nobody moves. <laughs> just don't fucking move. You know we got to <laughs> we got to shoot this. All right. So number 2, top 2 guys. We're we're almost there. All right. Number 2, Interstellar 2014.
1: That came in uh that came in under galaxy Quest for me. That was that came in at number 7. Well, you,
0: you did have issues with that.
1: Movie, I I had issues, know. but you know what? Uh I am, I'm actually now that I've had time to reflect, I've actually thought a lot better of it. But still just uh it just didn't have as big an impact on me as I had hoped. Mm. So that' why that's why it sits so low. Fair enough. On my list. Not on everyone's list. <laughs>
0: um,
1: that being said, it was an awesome movie.
0: Yeah. yeah, uh, 8.9 on IMDb, 72% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, it was apparently nominated for one Golden Globe.
1: Yeah, but those I don't guess. count.
0: I don't know. Um, again, a team of explorers travel through a wormhole in an attempt to ensure humanity's survival. So again, last case no scenario, pressure. you know, um, we're going to die unless we do this. No. Stellar, um, one go low, blah, 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 blah. So it's kind of cool if you look at the casting. Like, you've got, like, a whole bunch of, like, for instance, you've got Murph at 10 years. You've got Tom at 10 years. Then you've got Murph older. So kind of <laughs> weird to see, you know, just the fact that it, it relied so heavily on relativity mm-hmm. that it's got, you know, characters in multiple years. So that's kind of cool. I like that. But, no, again, we're not going to – we did an hour and a half on Interstellar, so we don't have to jump too much into it. But. Yeah,
1: you know, yeah, if if you are want us to talk more about Interstellar, yeah, that first podcast, yeah, we actually did talk about it for an hour and a half. Yeah, we went – And we could have talked for three more hours, but <laughs> – oh, my goodness. A really good movie. Yes. Um, hands down.
0: Yeah, and, and important because um, I don't know if, if anyone didn't realize it, but um, as I was looking these up, pretty much my whole – Influence comes from the '90s. I mean, there was a there was just that period in the '90s, from 1990 to 99, um, even 2000, that there was a good amount of space movies. Some of them were good, some of them were bad. But um, I hope the trend continues because, sad as it is to say, it's 2015, so it's 15 years since 2K. So and that before that was the '90s. So that's that's a that's a while. That's twenty five years.
1: Yeah, there haven't been enough space movies in the last fifteen years. Yeah, no, not as many I, as they should. Like you know, there's probably been more vampire movies than oh, legitimate yeah. space movies, movies,
0: right? What about space zombies, man? Space zombies—that's an awesome idea. Space zombies, maybe some space vampires can do it. Although I wouldn't watch it.
1: We have to when this is over. <laughs> we have to watch. I think it's. I think it's Iron Wings. Okay. I can't spoil it for people here. I can't spoil it for you either. All right. We have to watch. All right, we will.
0: We will, and then we'll, we'll do another episode. So number one, what do you think my number one is? Uh,
1: well, I've I've got three movies. Okay. That. What do you have left? All right. What do I have left? I have, uh, in no particular order because okay. they're all really really good. Alien. Mm-hmm. Aliens. Mm. And another A Apollo thirteen.
0: Yes, that's my number one. Apollo
1: 13, if it, if it wasn't that long, I love I love Ron Howard movies, but they're all so fucking long. <laughs> they're all so long. Mm-hmm. He did. Did you see A Beautiful Mind? No. That movie's incredible, too. Really, really long. Just like this one, I think, wasn't Apollo 13 like three and a half hours?
0: No, I don't think it was three and a half hours, but I think it was a solid two. It feels um, like it's so much longer. But so The interesting thing behind Apollo 13 is that... Uh, they originally, uh, they wanted to do the movie without really any background. But Gene Kranz, who was the the um, Capcom uh, head who was communicating back and forth with, with the guys up there. Um, he was the actual guy that from like the beginning of us launching, he was involved in everything. So he wanted to stay on to make sure that they got the movie right. So that there wasn't... A, so you can take Gene Kranz's ver- word that that movie is accurate for the time, for what was actually going on. So if like you've thought like maybe there was, you know, they, they kind of pulled some stuff. According to him, it is as accurate as it gets. And there's so many, there's so many lessons in that movie. I mean, um, the, the the work, the, the, it's the whole thing behind NASA's thing' it's Work the problem. Don't, don't think about it. Just work the problem and then move on to the next one. Because there's timelines. There's people's lives at stake. Um, and I mean, unfortunately, it's like it's it's that unfortunate thing that they bring up in that that you know nobody was watching that nobody watched right? the launch until. People's lives were in danger.
1: Yeah, we're not going to carry you live. We're, we actually have some interesting infomercials that yeah. we're going to show instead. And yeah, and then as soon as their lives were in peril, it's yeah. like, oh my
0: God, hey, yeah. this is
1: great TV. Yeah,
0: yeah. and then, and, you know, nobody wanted any, no, none of the reporters or anything wanted anything to do with them. That would have been great
1: clickbait at the time had that been around. Oh, that, the biggest clickbait.
0: <laughs> Astronauts in peril. Yeah, yeah, but uh, they, it's it just, you know, that's just how it is. That's, that's how it is. And that's where the, right now, where most of the credit's going to go is, is disasters. Um, I hope to change that. I hope with this and if I can inspire somebody else to do this, hopefully things will change. I don't know how much it's going to change. Even if it's a little bit, I feel good about it. Uh, for the good, obviously. <laughs> but, uh, no, Paul 13, fantastic. Um, if you want to learn more about that stuff, especially like Gene Kranz, who, uh, ed harris plays in the movie um he has a book it's a fantastic book it's called failure uh, is not an option and he goes through the beginning from the first time they they get out there up through apollo 13 and everything that that they that they learned on the way that got them to the point that they are like they created the book that was the standards like because they failed like um because they didn't get it right, I guess is the right way to say it. So, And then they figured out what's the right way to do it. You know, what's the best way to get this done the quickest and to solve the problem? Um, it's fantastic. I mean, and then you've got, you've got like, you know, um, what's his name? Dude, look uh, at this cast. Gary Sinise. Yeah. Uh, he plays uh, Ken Mattingly. He gets sick or the doctor says he can't go. He's pissed at Tom Hanks, um, Jim Lovell. He's pissed at Jim and, but... He knows, Jim knows, he can't he can't just follow his friend because he, he knows his friend's getting screwed. He disagreed with him. He fought with those guys to say, I think you guys are crazy, mm-hmm. but he would have lost the mission. And these guys trained their entire lives just to get the opportunity, never mind to be an astronaut, but to go into space. Oh, most of them don't. Most of them don't. So it's like they trained forever. So it was either he needs to stick up for his buddy so that the mission can then be... Put to the second team who hasn't prepared that much and he loses his chance but he had to make a decision as a leader which is which turned out in the end um to be i mean they made it home so good or bad um you know they made it home so and like the whole thing with um they made the filter system like that scene when i was younger was huge because i was like I just just bringing up the possibility that something like that, that we don't have that up there, but we're going to figure out a way to make it work with what we have. That shit, I, I ate that up. I love that about that it. That was that's one why, of my
1: favorite movies growing up as a Oh,
0: my God. And it's so it's, – it's real. Like, that's what I love about that movie. It, it's, it's not gory. It's not – there's not like – you know, like, like crazy music in the background. It's very calm as far as that goes. Just it's real. It's people's lives at stake, you know, and it really happened. Yeah, you know, I, I just uh, th- this movie, without a doubt, won two Oscars, ninety-five percent of Rotten Tomatoes, seven point six nine to be. I don't, I don't know about that, but um, crazy good. You can't can't get any better than that, man.
1: Whenever you have Tom Hanks leading Tom Hanks. a movie,
0: and uh, Ed Harris was so good in that. Um, He's great in everything, but yeah, he was so awesome in, in, in Gravity. He was actually the voice of the nasa ground control i didn't know that i was looking it up today and i was like oh that's why that voice was so familiar you know he does have a distinct voice yeah you just you're like okay i'm i'm at home with this i i get that (laughs) but yeah that movie fantastic i can't uh and there's just there was so many so many similar themes like i guess we'll we'll go over uh after the fact for for me it was uh some power whether it's star trek where it's the um the Federation that does good, but sometimes there's a colonel, usually a white guy.
1: Sometimes the guy in charge is actually out to screw everyone over.
0: (laughs) 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 Um, That loses his mind or there's a bad guy, and then um, they they just need to tweak the Federation and everything's okay. But in every other one, it was this totalitarian uh, regime that if you didn't fall into it, you would be destroyed. Like, that's the usual theme. And I think that all that all comes from, you know, the fear that, really, if another alien race came here, we're fearful that they would do what we would do to them, which is attack them, kill them, destroy them. And I think that's that's... If that's not telling to us what may be our issue, <laughs> I think that's it right there. We don't have any issues with that. <laughs> Definitely not. I mean... It's, it's it's natural. It's as you know, as weird as it is to say, I mean, that's the natural response when there's something new, something that we don't understand. We try if to hit it with a hammer. Yeah, if, you, if we have the whole people to decide, that's what's going to happen. You know, I
1: do want to take a second to mention. So now we've gotten to our top ten, mm. and two thousand one Space Odyssey is not here, which is probably, yeah. I mean, which is probably um, the most famous space movie ever. Yeah, and so probably, clearly, we yeah, know are what. Are like, t- what
0: the fuck? Like you did, I've never seen it. I never had the opportunity to see it.
1: Well, like you said, we're twenty five. We grew up in the nineties. Right. Uh, we couldn't just be like, "Oh, let's let's turn on TV and no. look." Two thousand one Space Odyssey is on. No, i mean, never, never s-
0: s- get the fact that there was a music video at the end of the VHS was huge. Right. The, the That's MTV, what two thousand one needs. I don't even know it needs if MTV a music was still video. doing videos at the time. <laughs> it's videos, but um, yeah, it just we didn't have that stuff. So you're right. Watching those movies was, if you had it, you watched it and you would watch it a bunch of times. Well, like,
1: like, here's what I suggest just to make up for the fact that we've never seen it. <laughs> I think for our next podcast, mm-hmm. we should watch the movie and then immediately afterwards give a review about it because yeah. because I feel like that movie, everyone's heard about it. Every time I typed in Space Movie mm-hmm. in Google, yeah, that's the that's first, the first thing that popped up. Mm-hmm. I feel like we owe it to 2001. Apparently it has a sequel too. I had no uh, idea, 2010. Really? Yeah, oh, I had no idea.
0: Shit. Well, and that was back in the era where we, where sequels fiction, were cool. Well, no, um, where science fiction. Uh, I'm talking 2001: Space Odyssey. Yeah. Where like science fiction was at the point where um, everyone was like, "We're gonna, we're gonna be living on the moon," you know, in, t- in the year 2000, you know. In the year 2000, you know, Well, that on stuff. that pace, we um,
1: maybe would have been.
0: Well, the, the it, but there was a whole bunch of things that the science fiction aspect and, and people love the science fiction, which I think is why the movies are so important. Um, it, sh- it showed us that science fiction is actually, it moves way faster, which obviously now you're like, yeah, duh. But it moves way faster than actual science. Yeah. Um, and there was a whole bunch of things that went into it. You know, the space race ended at the boom of of science fiction. Um, so we thought we would keep going, but sad reality is we went there for military science reasons. Science
1: fiction kept going and, and not actually science. Right.
0: Well, it's science fiction. And people just were like, oh, yeah, like, it'll happen. They'll keep working on it, but it takes money to do that. It takes, you know, and, and when you see, like, the movie Apollo 13, that's a perfect example of what happened. We thought, you know, people were just like, oh, why are we spending this money on this? You know, why should we even have a space program anymore? Like, oh, you've been to the moon. Like, how how jaded? How how fucking, like, crazy is that?
1: I think it would be great to go to the moon now. Just because, uh, you know, think about all the pictures we have of the moon. They're either... And we really don't have too many pictures uh, of, like, a satellite view down on the moon. I mean, we all know what the moon looks like. We look at it every day. We mm-hmm. know the craters. We have... We know the one side. Because the, right. the one side the one always side. faces us. Um. It's funny, though, and there's obviously plenty of pictures from the surface, Mm -hmm. but photography nowadays is so much more crisp and clear, and, I mean, it's so obvious. It's funny how, uh, like, think of how powerful that would be if so just one day NASA's like, hey, we're going to send some people up. No biggie. They're not really going to be doing too much. They're just chilling. Mm -hmm. They're going to bring a camera. Maybe they'll bring some, uh, like, wiffle balls or something. Who knows what they'll (laughs) do. They'll bring a keg, whatever, but then they just go up, and they just take – Regular pictures, I don't know, and then just and then being able to tweet those, mm-hmm. like you said, just be like, "Hey, on the moon selfie, like, yeah. hello, are you yeah. not trying to connect with people that are our age?" Yeah, I hate stupid uh, selfies, not on the moon, mm-hmm. but hell, try it out. What better way to connect with people than social media?
0: And they are the the good thing is there's actually because I, I follow a lot of them, um, the, especially the ones that go up there. They do do accounts and they do post stuff. But oh, believe me, they do, but it's not.
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't know. There's, there's something different between the ISS and the moon.
0: Oh, sure. Sure. Without a doubt. Um, yeah. So you're, you're saying like, if we need to go somewhere is what you're saying. Really. We
1: need to show people something that's actually, mm. that's tangible.
0: Yeah. It, it's, it's, again, it goes back to that whole fight of, um, budgets of politics of, um, people's interest in the whole thing. Um, I think if the people's interests are behind it, it will keep going. Um, You know, history has shown that when the people's interest dies, it takes people who are willing to sacrifice time and effort and energy to keep it going because they know that this is important, just just for human life in general, to Mm -hmm. keep asking why, to keep questioning, to keep looking forward and understanding that just because some people, or or it's not popular to think about space, fuck them. We know it's important because it's always happening. You can ignore it, but it's still there. You know, are we going to be the dinosaurs? We're just going to run around the planet fucking things up and then awesome. get get tossed out by, by an asteroid, you know? If they hadn't, they would be having a talk show like this.
1: I really wouldn't mind being a stegosaurus for a day. That'd be cool.
0: I'd like to be a Velociraptor. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, but that's
1: cliche. I know it's so cliche. I want to have the club I, tail. You know, get the a fuck out of my way. Boom with the club I tail.
0: I it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was a visual. It doesn't work on radio. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: You know, before we wrap this up. Sure. Here. I made a list of... So those are movies that... And, and you know what? Alien
0: and Aliens. Those speak well, for themselves. Alien, Aliens, okay. Predator. Those didn't Predator, make my list. Yep. Uh, not because they're too sci-fi. But uh, because I actually haven't seen any of those, besides Predator what? 1, I haven't seen them all the way through. Because, oh, God. So, I, oh, I, 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 I live so in a fraternity good. house. So, for me, it was like we we had we would all pitch in to buy um, a big package for, like, Dish or whatever. Um, and there was, like, a movie channel. So, there was always movies on. So, I would always, like, between classes, sit down, like, eat something um, or do some homework and catch like half an hour of a movie. So I either caught the beginning or the end of like thousands of movies. <laughs> so <laughs> kinda of ruined a lot of things for me. No, but well, whatever. I don't care. Uh
1: Alien and Aliens though, I mean, they speak for themselves. Just just perfect uh if you can just imagine Sigourney Weaver battling aliens basically on her own mm. with everyone either in her way or against her. And it's it's the perfect amount of like grit and but also a big scope and it's just I think if it's not Apollo thirteen, then those would be my favorite space movies. Okay. And the first and second one, the first one's done by Ridley Scott, the second one is James Cameron. And they're both they don't uh like they complement each other, mm-hmm. but they're both really different movies. Uh lots of similarities too, but yeah, both awesome movies. Mm. Aliens uh, 34710, Alien vs Predator, those mm-hmm. all absolutely blow, but the first two Aliens, yeah. awesome. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I, I was thinking about this um you for some reason it popped into my mind when you were talking about that. Um I think the thing I love about I think my my most favorite which is Apollo 13, Gravity and Interstellar, which are probably the most, you know, scientifically accurate ones. Those movies are the movies when someone will watch and you'll know whether you would be cut out to make it. I, I mean, obviously, <laughs> unless you actually went through it, you wouldn't know. But like just like right off the bat, like, like a, I've watched Gravity with a few people and some of them are just like, yeah, I could not do that.
1: I'd be and the dude fine. with the rock in my face. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like, it's like that's that's OK. But there are people out there who are willing to do that and and they're not doing it for themselves they're doing it for everybody they're they're public servants they're you know yeah. they're government employees they're doing it for the people you know they're giving their lives for this stuff you know which is which is why when they when when disaster happens it's so tragic because you know it well, it, 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 it is what it is it's tragic yeah um but they keep persevering at the at the time when it's the least popular, when everyone's like, fuck this, shut it down, shut it down. They have to figure out a way to come back and figure out a way to get people to remember why we're doing it in the first place. And not only that, make it so that will never happen again. And they've done that for the most part, for most disasters, whether it was the door that didn't open because the fire hasn't been a problem since. Um, you know, when... I think it was Columbia, I think, that on the return that burned up with the tile, changed the whole tile process. Um didn't have another issue with the a with, with the shuttles after that, you know? Um, they figure out a way to do it. And they're they're unsung heroes for the most part. You know, these people they, they, they do crazy, crazy work and they're meticulous. They down to the wire, they figure out a way to do this and it's it's from their they, they do simulators. They the simulator, the whole thing. It's not like we need to be perfect. It's we need to be wrong enough times so we know what not to do. Mm, and just that, point. just that alone, is is what makes them so good. And it's it's minds, tons of minds doing this, and they they rip it apart and they do it again because they only have one shot at it. You know, if that's not inspirational, I don't know. You know, I, I don't know probably listening to the wrong show <laughs> i'm
1: not inspired i could do all of that
0: well i didn't mean actually being inspired I, not from me but their work <laughs> no i'm not that delusional yet um but it is my birthday week so i can be this week birthday month birthday no just week
1: just hang week. on wait one more thing before yeah, we wrap go. this up all right <laughs> i got three how many movies two movies two movies coming out this year mm-hmm. maybe they're gonna make our our next list who knows uh, honestly I don't know too much about either of these movies mm-hmm. just because I've tried to stay away from the uh the promos, right. the spoilery stuff. One of them, uh kind of like a a gravity castaway hybrid. It's Ooh. called the Martian. It's gonna have Matt Damon as the Martian. He's the guy who is there by himself. Weird. So yeah, basically castaway and gravity. So who knows what kind of uh what kind of <sighs> stuff we'll be, be dealing with, but but I'm sure you can imagine how that's yeah. going to go. That's another that's a Ridley Scott movie, so it could be really good. Like uh
0: what other stuff did Ridley Scott do?
1: Well he did the first Alien. Oh, okay, cool. He also uh shit all over Prometheus, so <laughs> so that was bad. All right. Um but he's he also uh did Blade Runner. If you have you seen Blade Runner?
0: Okay, so we're we're probably looking at this being a little more sci fi than
1: uh Yeah, definitely more sci fi than... That's cool uh, I, I like that. But uh, but he's he's been up and down. But you know what? I love Matt Damon, so let's hope for the best. Yeah. The other one is um, I don't really, I don't know what to think of this movie. It got delayed. It's supposed to come out uh, this past year. Jupiter Ascending. I saw
0: commercials for that the other day. Yeah, so did I. A lot of makeup.
1: Lots of a lot yeah, of lots like of Edie's
0: CGI look to it. But
1: uh, yeah, I'm not sure what to make of it. it has open minded. Uh, <laughs> it looks like it's gonna be fun, yeah. But it kind of, yeah. and I've still been seeing Guardians of the Galaxy. Me, either. I've, I've yeah. heard a million, and good I'm things. sure that would
0: make, uh, like, from what I've heard, I think that might be my top ten, and would probably kick out Armageddon. But <laughs> it, yeah, it every,
1: from everything I've heard, it sounds awesome. I just don't. Yeah. I'm not into the Marvel scene.
0: There's too many things. There's way too many things to watch. Yeah, right it's now. so oversaturated. You know, it's just. It's just... It's it's like I'll watch what I want to watch, right? You know, and most I don't of these like movies you movies, feeding me you know? with. These, that's where that's kind of the position I'm in now, where it's like, just I just want to stick to what I like, you know. Yeah. Not that I'm not opposed to doing other things, just I don't have the time. Like
1: I'm when they give you so much at once, it's a huge turn-off. Yeah. yeah. Um. So what yeah, else? I have no Anything idea else? what that movie's going to be about. At Channing Tatum and uh, mm-hmm. and Mila Kunis. I love Mila Kunis. Yeah, and Channing Tatum. He's funny, but yeah, he's got some weird makeup. He's got like a like weird ears and like a nose.
0: And he wasn't the only thing one too. Going on. So yeah, yeah. so I, I'm sure there'll probably be a different race, which is will explain it hopefully. Oh, that um, makes sense. I thought he was just weird looking. Well, I if they I didn't notice the ears or anything. So that that okay, yeah, that that would make a little more sense. Um, I thought I thought we were done really with the Andrasza bad stuff, nose but, job. I don't know. I don't know. I thought that was the '80s, but whatever. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, th- there's, uh, video game wise, uh, I saw it, PlayStation's got this new game that's coming out. Um, it looks crazy, but I don't know the name of it, but it looks like, um, you basically have a spaceship, um, uh, and you're flying around and you fly through galaxies and you fly through solar systems and you actually land through the atmosphere on a planet. So just... To be able to go through that whole process. It would take a really
1: long time to play that game.
0: Yeah, it looks like one of those games that's going to take a long time. That's super, super involved. Like so many missions you'd never be able to do. Um, it looked like going from system to system. It was like a loading thing. But you would travel through each solar system. Um, Pretty neat. Yeah, it looks cool. Um, I'm excited. to. I'll, I'll try and play it and figure it out. Uh, see how it is. I'll do like a little review or something. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for that one. So
1: that beats the other PlayStation game where I remember one of the first things I downloaded because I wanted to see how bad it was when I got my first PlayStation. There's a PlayStation game where you are like the wind. Does that make any sense? No, you are the wind and the levels are (laughs) fields of grass with flowers. Seriously? I'm dead serious. I have no idea what it's called, but it was like, it was when PS3 first came out. They were like they, look they how amazing this is,
0: because they didn't have a lot of um they didn't have a lot of games no,
1: yeah, yeah, now there's too many, but yeah, definitely go back and and see how bad that was. You're literally the wind, the wind you just use loop. your joystick to just blow around <laughs> there's no point, there's no winning or losing, that's it,
0: wow, well, not for me, <laughs> definitely not for me <laughs> wow, okay, uh, on that weird note on that note. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Uh, thank you, John, for coming on. Really appreciate it. Thank you
1: in advance for my check.
0: Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody's getting paid for this. Um, but um, if you guys want to help out the show, um, tell a friend. Uh, if you really like the show, if you think uh, if you think we're going in the right direction, tell your friends about me. You know, share it. Um, even if it's just just step it on. If you like the show. Uh, pass it on to somebody. Um, I appreciate it so much. Uh, That way we can do even more with it. Um, Just because I want to keep trying new stuff, but there's only so much I can do um, at a time. So the more you guys spread the word, uh, the more we'll do here, man. Um, Me and John have got a a project in the works. It's it's very much a thought right now. But um, for stuff coming down the road. So um it's we've got some things exciting things to come this year um but they will come in due time uh and that's about sounds it sounds pretty exciting yeah it's a big it's a major league tease right there <laughs> i've got big things planned john <laughs> so without it, without further ado this is today in space thank you for listening and have a great week guys